Welcome to Season 2 Women in STEM Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and expect from this season amazing guest host speakers from around the world and information that will help enrich your life and knowledge about women in STEM. Hello, my name is Kelly. Welcome to the Women in STEM Podcast, and today we'll be discussing things to do after you graduate. So in my previous episode, I spoke about things to do before you graduate, and now we'll be discussing what you can do after you graduate. So um, with regards to my graduation experience and my experience after graduation, it was a bit different than previous years before me because of the pandemic. I had literally just finished my master's and we went straight into lockdown. So it this wasn't, you know, something that people had prepared for before. And there wasn't, you know, it almost felt like at the time that there was no hope, but I still tried my best to utilize my time as much as possible. And I'll be giving you some tips on things that I did that really helped me utilize my time after graduation, as well as helped me get a job as well. So the first thing I would recommend after you graduate uh, is to make sure that your university details are up to date. Uh, I know some of you are saying, well, I've graduated now. What's the point of having, why does my university need to have my details? Well, once you graduate, you become a part of the university's alumni. And before I graduated, I would see the word like alumni around my uni. And I didn't really like understand what it was. I just kind of became oblivious to it. Um, But alumni basically means that you are someone who went to the university and you graduated. And so some of the benefits of being an alumni is that once you graduate, the university will host different events um, specifically for people who are alumni and or host like networking events, dinners, lunches, and they tend to do this all over, you know, the country that you, that your university was in, as well as it can be also international. So for example, if I was to go to um, Paris or Brussels, I think my university also had a had um, a uni there so if I was to go there I would automatically be accepted as alumni there and therefore they would be able to put me in contact with people that were there and it would be great for like networking purposes so that is one of the reasons why making sure that your details are up to date is really important because they will try to contact you they will send you um magazines they'll let you know about the you know what has been going on at your university what you know previous years have managed to achieve and I think also there's a possibility that in the future they will do like a reunion of your year group so that can also be something to really look forward to and they'll the events that they invite you to has like free food and free buffets so you know it's always great and um by being part of the alumni you really get to see other 
previous people who uh, were students who graduated and the amazing things that they have managed to achieve, as well as the university will keep you up to date with any possible scholarships or bursaries at any point you want to go back to university, that will also be a great benefit. I would say another thing to do after you graduate, and this can be regardless of whether you're whether you've gotten a you know job or not, but mainly this is in the case if you haven't gotten a job like I was, I would say get work experience. Um, I know the hard work of doing your masters or your undergraduate or your PhD might you might feel like you know what let me just put my feet up. But the more that you don't utilize the skills that you've learned, the more you're likely to forget them. So I would highly recommend getting work experience. Now with the work experience, if you can find one that's paid, then that's good. But um, there's a lot of ones that are like voluntarily, volunteer uh, work experience. And that is a lot more easier to get into. You don't have to fill in so many like applications and stuff. And so for my work experience, I worked for a startup company that was actually in New York, but all the people that worked at the company were working remotely. And so that firsthand gave me the experience of seeing what a startup company, you know, entails, what is it like to work for one? And it gave me something as well to, you know, uh, keep me motivated during this time because I know like it can feel like forever when you're applying for uh, lots of different jobs and what have you not and it kind of just really helped me have a project or something that I was focusing on that I was working towards and with the work experience it looks great on your CV so by having this work experience on my CV it showed that you know after I graduated I went and did some work. It wasn't like that. I was just had this massive blank space in my CV. Um, if you do have a massive blank space in your CV, that's not the worst situation, but it's a lot more better to not have so many, you know, spaces in between. So it can show your employer that you were being active during that time. And so, yeah, I was working at a startup company. I was working as a software engineer. And that really gave me a lot of um, access to understanding what it is to be a startup and give me a taste of the life of being a software engineer. And another great thing about doing a voluntary work experience is that they're not gonna be so demanding of your time because they know that you're working for free. So that also gave me the opportunity to get a part-time job and so this part-time job, I was actually working remotely, funnily enough, um, which was great um, because this was still during the time of like lockdowns and all of that. And at that time I was working for the NHS Test and Trace, which is basically people that call you to tell you to self-isolate. And so I basically was working on a call line um, from home. And obviously that is not, the job that I was seeing myself forever doing or you know something that I was extremely passionate about 
but it was a part-time job that enabled me to earn money whilst I was also applying for jobs and also having that work experience on the side. Um, applying for jobs and going through the interview process, especially if you're in tech or engineering can be very tedious and can take a while. And during that time when you're doing all of that, you know, you're still gonna have things that you're gonna have to pay for. Um, you know, obviously I was working, I was at home with my parents, so I didn't have things to pay for, but, you know, I wanted to go out when they eventually let us out. I had, you know, things that I wanted to buy. So having money was important as well as saving money. I would highly, highly recommend that after you graduate, once you get a part-time job, or if it's even full-time job in retail or whatever field it's in, to save money. Yes, in the long term, you're going to get a job and it's probably going to pay well. But even the even the transition from going from living at home with your parents to going to that job is going to cost you something. For example, like I had to move to London, you know, the van to move to London. Um, I was very lucky with the fact that my company they did offer me a relocation package, but I know a lot of people wouldn't have access to that. So you do have to take into consideration if you do get a job and it's more than likely probably not gonna be in your city, um, that you're going to have to pay for a moving van. If you move into a place that's unfurnished, you need to pay for a bed. You know, it's, it's a lot of costs that you're probably going to uh, experience before you actually get your pay slip. So I would just say, make sure to save as much money as possible, especially if you're like me and I was at staying at home with my parents, I wasn't paying any rent. So, you know, save as much money as possible if you can. And I would also highly recommend to apply for jobs in different ways. So, by the time you know once you've graduated people tend to just either just apply for jobs through linkedin which can also be good or just go on the same companies websites that are very popular for example in tech maybe it will be the fang company so that's like facebook amazon apple um netflix you know these very big companies but there are so many small companies that are also looking for people in your role. And the competition rate for these big companies can mean that you're gonna spend so much time during the interviewing process and you might not even get the job. So I wouldn't say don't, do not apply for big tech companies, do apply for big tech companies, but also look out for the small ones. And the best way to find out about these small startup companies or smaller companies is through job fairs. And during the time um, of the pandemic and what have you not, there were online job fairs. So there wasn't really much of an excuse for me not to go to them. And I think even now there's still a lot of them that are still being done virtually. And for me, the career fair that I went to was called um, Women in STEM, I think, or am I? It was it was something to do specifically for women in STEM or STEM with women, something along those lines. You can actually message me 
on my Instagram if you want a specific name and link to the career fair that I went to because it was so good. Um, basically, when I went to this career fair, they already had recruiters there and this was all virtual, but it was really um, very high end, you know, design that they had going on. It was a really nice experience. And so each one of the companies came on and they gave a presentation about their company and they had their graduates give a speech. And that is actually how I got my job. I went to a career fair and I found this company that I really like the sound of. And I let the recruiter know and uh, she said, send over your CV and all of that stuff. And because I went to that career fair, she actually fast tracked my application. So that is also one of the benefits. And um, another way of um, applying for jobs is through your university. So your university will probably have some sort of bulletin or a website, a career website, which is dedicated to all the latest jobs. So that is also another great place to look. Um, as well as through your network, you know, network with people, tell people that you're a graduate, make sure that your LinkedIn is up to date and people will always, you know, people always looking for jobs and companies are always looking for people to employ. So you will eventually find something through that avenue. I would also highly recommend um, starting your own project, starting your own passion project. It can be related to what you do and it can also not be related to what you do. So for me, my passion project was the Women in STEM um, podcast slash the Women in STEM on Clubhouse. That was a passion project that I started that initially when I started, I didn't think it was going to take this route, but it did. And this has been like a great resource for me uh, for letting out my creativity, networking, um, working on my speaking skills. And so, you know, all of these uh, skills that I've acquired also look great on your CV. Um, you know, your employers don't only want to hear about, you know, the jobs that you've worked as far as your work experience. They do also want to hear about extracurricular activities that you're doing. So that could be sports, that could be painting. They, when you go for your interviews, they wanna see that you're a well-rounded person going to your interview and only focusing on, you know, the technical aspect of what you're doing is not really gonna be able to get your personality across. So by doing an extracurricular activity, this can really help. And another thing that I would say is, you know, um, really, you know, try to enjoy the time of before work, because um, once you start working, your time is gonna be monopolized a lot by your work that you're doing. So during this time when you're, you know, applying for jobs and, you know, working part-time, when you have free time, just enjoy it. Enjoy the free time, go out to the park, spend time in nature, go and hang out with your friends. Um, you know, try to enjoy that time because you're not going to um, experience that amount of free time once you get into work. 
Another thing that I would recommend is keeping in contact with your career services. So if you experience that you keep on applying for jobs and they keep on rejecting your CV straight away, or you keep on getting maybe similar feedback with regards to your interviewing, uh, go to your career services. Even though you've graduated, the career services also extends to when um, to once you've graduated. So the career services are not just for people who are still at uni, they're also for people who have graduated. And so I went to my career services, I inquired with them, um, I said I needed someone to look at my CV because at this point I started doing the work experience, as I mentioned, and I was having my passion project. So therefore I was updating my CV, I was getting rid of some old work experiences that I didn't feel like were useful anymore. And therefore, doing that really um, helped me with having, you know, the most, the best CV that represented myself very well. And also with the career services, another thing that I made sure to utilize was doing mock interviews. So with them, I would do mock interviews and it was a really good experience because they would ask me questions that I hadn't thought about and then I'd be like oh you know what they might actually ask me that and so by the time I would go to interviews I had done you know quite a few uh, mock interviews I had written down the questions that I think they would answer ask me I would use the star technique so by the time I was doing the interview I already was just like boom 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 I was hitting every single point <laughs> it was like at one point it was just like I was doing so well at interviews and by the time you know the interview um interviews had all been done I did get multiple offers and so that was a great you know confidence boost and I wouldn't have been able to achieve that if I hadn't utilized the career services and let them check my CV, ask for constructive criticism, doing mock interviews, getting constructive criticism from that. That really helped with um, my interview skills and improving my CV. So I would highly recommend that. Um, one way you can get in contact with them is usually through like your university if you type in your university's name and the you know career services or something along those lines it will come up and then you can contact them like by email or call them and ask them you know i'm a graduate i want somebody to check my cv or they will already have it somewhere on their website the about the alumni this is where you can sign up or graduate this is where you can sign up so hopefully these tips are very useful and hopefully this gives you the best chance of utilizing your times after your time after you graduate so that you can have a lot more easier time finding a job and just using your time as much as efficiently as possible and thank you so much for listening to this episode and please make sure to follow the podcast on whatever streaming platform or on YouTube if you're watching it, as well as please make sure to um, follow me on Instagram at Kelly underscore engineer or on Twitter. Thank you. Bye.
Oh, 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 oh,